Welcome to Get Your Shift Together, hosted by Michelle Ferrari. As an executive and leadership coach, Michelle's mission is to support you on your leadership journey, whether you lead a team of 5,000 or are seeking to improve your own self-leadership. Michelle's approach is to guide you in understanding the impact of your choices and actions and help you shift those choices and actions to align with your goals. Michelle's humor and expertise will leave you wanting more. I hope you're ready to jump in because it's time to get your shift together. We are back. I'm Jordan Harding, co-hosting with Michelle Ferrari. And in this episode, I flipped the script and we asked the executive and leadership coach how she got her own message and how she knew what her calling was. You won't want to miss this. So in terms of thoughts and how they can be scary, you mentioned to me an email about having that, that thought or that message that you should start your own business. And that was you know, what you wanted, what was that like getting, getting that message? Because I think you were in corporate Canada at that time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I was an executive for a large corporation and uh, decided to resign. And I decided to resign because I wasn't loving what I was doing. So, uh, you know, when he, when I, get up every day and I dread going into work. I know it's time to do something different. So I decided to resign. I'll try and shorten the story. So there I am without a job and someone introduces me to um, a friend and says, this would be perfect for you because you want to go into coaching. And it's a, it's a human talent organization fairly large. So mid-size, I would say mid-size human talent organization, uh, in downtown Toronto, Ontario, Canada. And the position was the partner in charge of coaching. And I mean, this was almost 10 years ago now, big title, right? I would have gotten the SVP senior vice president title. I, you know, I love titles made me feel big about myself nice base salary, nice bonus opportunity, plus in the area that I wanted to work in, which was coaching. So I knew that coaching was my calling at that time. I had done enough work to know that that was my calling. And there were starts and stops. So I got offered the position. Now she's found her squeaky toy. I'm telling the most poignant story of my life. And Georgie has decided to find her squeaky toy. That's hilarious. Georgie doesn't really care, does she? Georgie doesn't really care. She's like, this is my profound moment. (laughs) This is my profound moment. Basically, I get offered the job, but there's a lot of stops and starts to the position. And it gets pulled off the table at one point. They're undergoing some financial um, restructuring. And then a couple months later, it comes back on the table. Again, I've met with everybody. I'm getting offered the job. I'm told a contract is coming Weeks go by, I meet with the president again, and I say, look, if you, if you want me for this job, I'm going to need the contract in a couple of weeks. Of course, of course, of course, I'll get on it. And I'm having niggly doubts for sure. Like there's, I'm irritated. I've noticed I'm not enjoying the meeting with the president. Just there's niggly thoughts that I am ignoring because 
money stability. My mother is sick at this time and, and I get to do what I love. So I've set a two week deadline. No contract comes my way. I wait, I can't remember if it was five or six weeks I waited and I'm driving down Avenue Road in Toronto. I can remember exactly where I was and this voice as if someone is sitting beside me in the car. This voice speaks and says, you can't have that job. And I'm like, what? I, what? Like, am I losing my mind? That job is not for you. You can't have that job. So I'm kind of stunned and I pull over because I'm upset now because I know it's true. I don't feel connected to this man. I don't like this man that I would be working for. My inner knowing is telling me that I can't work there, but my fear-based responses, I need the money, I need the title, I need the prestige, you got to work there. And this voice is like, not for you, <laughs> not for you. And I'm crying and I'm like, you get, like you get, basically I'm having an argument with God. So now I'm going to lose a whole bunch of clients because I'm saying this out loud. Basically, I'm having an argument with God and going, no, 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 I need this job. Like, I need this. How am I going to pay my mortgage? How am I going to, like, how am I going to do all this stuff? Not for you. Start your own business. So I'm literally, people, I'm surprised actually no one called the cops because I'm having an argument with myself, it looked like, and going, I don't know how to start a business. Like, I don't know. Like, I get I'm smart. I get I'm good at this, but I don't know how to do that. Not for you. So then I finally get myself together and I email this gentleman and I say, I just would like to remove myself from consideration. Thank you very much for all of your time and wishing you much success. Five minutes later, the contract comes through. He pretends he hasn't received my email and sends me the contract. And I open it, you know, there's the money and there's the bonus and there's the title. And I'm like, see, this is, come on, this is, this is what I'm going to do. Not for you. <laughs> and that is the day that I decided to listen to my inner voice and open my own business. And here we are almost 10 years later. I keep saying I have to look that up. I'm not sure when my 10 year anniversary is. I think it's, I think it's coming up. And I've, and I've run a very successful coaching practice for all of these years. Um, certainly successful by financial standards, but successful by life standards. Jordan, like I have a beautiful life. It's, it's in balance. I have time for myself. I get to work with people I want to work with. Like I only work with people that I want to work with. Most days I feel like I've made a difference. Like I remember in the first few years, I would run up the stairs literally clapping because <laughs> like That's the awesome. joy would be coming out of me and I'd be going, oh my God, those were such great calls. Like, oh my God, yeah, look at me. And then I, and I get paid really well to do it. And I feel like I'm making a difference. And I resisted because I was afraid. I didn't think I was smart enough or good enough to run my own business. And did you, so the voice to clarify for people, was it just a, <laughs> an argument? It wasn't like you were actually hearing a voice beside you or was it an argument in your head or what was it? Whatever makes you most comfortable. <laughs> there you go. Okay, we'll go with that. And 
you had all these, these constraints. And I, I think the next where I'd want to go with this talk on a, on another episode is, you know, once you knew what you wanted, how did you put that into action? And you mentioned that you have a beautiful life and it's in balance. And you did say, I think it was in a blog or on another podcast, you can tend to go from thing to thing to thing to thing. And you're just feeling like you're running and getting things done in an action. But you were speaking about, you know, you really have to focus on having intentional action, making sure that action aligns with your vision so that you're focused on the right things. And I think that's so hard for people to do. Yeah, because again, we're taught and socialized to believe that busyness is critical to success. I also believe that we're taught that hard is critical to success. And I chose not to believe it. You know, I believe for a really long time that hard was critical to success. And then I will tell you the last 15 years or so, but particularly the last 10, I don't think hard is critical to success. I think if we believe it's hard, it will be hard. And I think if we believe, and this is the, the word believe is a tricky one for people because I'm not talking about think, I'm talking about believing. And there's a different connection from thinking something and believing something. Believing is, is part of your DNA. If we believe it's hard, it's going to be hard. And a lot of possibility opens up if you believe that it's going to be easy. I had a, a beautiful soul of a woman come to me once and this will make me cry. Her daughter, I think one or two years old, so, so toddler, diagnosed with, with type 1 diabetes. And she was devastated, as probably every mother would be. Because you obviously want your, your child to be healthy and safe. And she was really crying in my office. And, and one of the things when, the, when you're in conversation with people and, and people start to well up, whatever is happening in that moment that makes them well up, that's, that's a door, right? Like that's, that's okay. What's behind that door? You're talking normally. Suddenly you choke up, you well up. What's behind that door, which is what happened in the conversation. I said, what, what's that right there? What's why are you crying so hard now? And she said, cause it's going to be so hard for her. This is going to be really, really hard. And I looked at her and I said, okay, then it will be because that's what you're telling yourself. I, I, so this is going to piss so many people off, Jordan, that I'm saying this. I said, if you believe it's going to be hard, it's going to be hard. And if you believe it, that it's going to be simple for the two of you and that this is going to be a wonderful journey for the two of you and that you teach her that this is just part of who she is and it's, it's going to be simple then that also has the possibility of being true. And she will tell you that that was a turning point for her. And this quiet, shy, reserved young woman has become an advocate and has become a lobbyist. And has, like she's, she has taken on leadership positions because of this. Like the, the truth of the matter is her daughter's diagnosis, as unfortunate as it was, was a path for her to connect to her greatness, but only because mm -hmm. she opened herself up to that thought. That's an amazing story. And 
you're right. If you think it's going to be hard, it is going to be hard. Michelle, when you received, the only other thing I wanted to touch on was when you received that contract after you decided the job wasn't for you, did you start to think maybe this is a sign that I should go the way? Or did you start having second thoughts? Or have yes. you learned that once you decide something, you're going full out? No, I was like, no, look, I'm supposed to have this job. Here's the, no, <laughs> but here's, okay. So here's, cause people ask this all the time, but that thought was quickly followed up by what a jackass. He ignored my email yep. and sent it to me as if I hadn't even emailed him. Do I really want to work with that kind of a person? So I had that, of course I had that questioning thought yes, and yeah. it's right here, right? Because look, starting a business with a base of a few hundred thousand dollars, sorry, starting a, going to work for a company with a base of a few hundred thousand dollars or starting your own business with zero income. <laughs> I didn't have any clients and there it was on paper. Yes, I had a second thought, but then I had a contra thought right after it. And that's, that's something that I just tell people to pay attention to. When you're connected to your wisest self, and we all have wisdom inside of us, we all have that knowing. That's the, that's the quietest voice that you need to get to, that, that wisdom that is already existing inside of you. That's the tiny whisper that we're listening for. And that doesn't have a contra opinion. So when you're listening to the right voice in your head, it's just like, oh, uh, right. People call that flow. There's a calm. If you, choose, if you choose to listen to it, there's a calm that comes over you. And once you've experienced connection to that voice, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. But there's no contraindication on it. There's no second guessing. So that's how I knew the, the voice of, see, there's the money. Get me your, no, 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 just go for this. That's how I knew it was the wrong thing. Cause literally right after it was like, oh no, can't, can't work for that person. I like how you were able to go back to your inner voice, even after having that moment of thinking, well, this could be the right decision. The salary's there, the title's there. There's other things in my life where a stable job could be of benefit but you went back to to your truth in that inner voice michelle any parting thoughts before we leave this one um but guys just practice so so i don't care where you are in your career if you're you know looking at your final chapter in your career or if you're just at the beginning of a glorious story i encourage everybody to stop Really stop, pause, put 15 minutes on a timer and just sit with yourself. Don't go in search of answers. Don't read, don't watch a movie. Don't just 15 minutes, just be with yourself and notice what's going on in that wonderful head of yours because that is the beginning of you connecting to what you need to know to have the most successful life possible. And you suggest uh, 
having a notepad when you do that or meditating when you do that or just sitting and being still. And this is the beauty of our individuality. If notebooks serve you, have a notebook. If you want to call it meditation and that doesn't stop you, then meditate. A lot of us for meditation for a lot of us becomes this thing that we do right or we do wrong and that gets in people's way. So whatever works for you is what I would suggest. And, and it's not about perfection. It's about progress. Not about perfection, about progress. All right. Well, we'll yeah. leave it there. Thanks, Michelle. Thanks, Jordan. And I'll see you soon. Hope so. Take care. Okay, take care. Bye. Thanks for tuning in and be sure to follow Get Your Shift Together on Spotify, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, and visit michelleferrari.org to learn more. This has been Jordan Harding with Michelle Ferrari reminding you to get your shift together. Join us next time.